You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Fields looking for the deep ball. Touchdown, Ohio State Garrett Olsen. Justin Fields put that one on the money. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. Yeah, who knew the Bears end up being one of the big stories on night one of the draft by moving up nine spots, giving up a one next year and a four to get to that 11. And they land Justin Fields to be their QB2, right? QB1. Yeah, is Andy I mean, that's Dalton, just, the team it's, tweeted it, it out. It's official. Right. And Ryan Pace said it again last night. Andy Dalton's our starter. Well, two things here. First of all, it, it is his uh, it's his ceiling. I think we all know Justin Fields' ceiling is a good number two for a team like the Bears. Uh-huh. And also, you can't lie to Andy Dalton. You can't bring him in to tell him that he's going to be the starter and then not let him start. They did the exact same thing in 2017 to Mike oh, yeah. Lennon. Oh, and yeah. But what was different is we weren't in a COVID world, so right. they had a big Bears draft party. Glennon was there, and he was so upset he had to leave. And he was he was there. He was there with hanging out with Bears fans. And on the TV, it pops up that the Bears draft a quarterback. They move up to take Trubisky. Well, I, yeah. God bless them. God bless their hearts. Yeah. Yeah, finally. Maybe they did get it right. Joe Ostrowski, Chris Ranji. This is BetQL Daily. Uh, maybe there are ways to make some money on the draft tonight with rounds number two and three. Want to bring in our friend Simon Hunter at Simon Hunter T-A-N on Twitter. He co-hosts the Favorites podcasts. Our regulars here on BetQL Daily. You used to hear them every single Friday. So why not this Friday right after the first round of the draft? How you doing, Simon? Joe, good, buddy. It was uh, definitely a good day yesterday. Uh, fun to uh, just have sense of normalcy. All the fans back there just felt life is just getting back to normal. So that was a great day yesterday for not just Bear fans, but everybody. I, I want to find out in a moment how you did with all your wagers. You got on this stuff early. You came on this show. You were talking about some of your bets. But first, let's talk about your fandom. How are you feeling about the Eagles? They're sitting there behind the Giants. You, you leapfrog a team that you can't stand to finally go get your wide out. What do you think about landing Devontae Smith? Uh, I was happy for multiple reasons. One reason, money-wise, because I definitely made the prop that Eagles could take a receiver. And then I had done the prop thinking the Giants were actually going to take Smith. So I took his under 11 and a half. So I knew they were going to go after him. I think Gettleman had leaked it. And it was interesting. You saw what happened. The Eagles leapfrog them. They take them. The Giants trade down with the, the Bears, and they end up taking a receiver anyway. So I think for the, the Giants and Eagles, it's a, it both 
teams want, where as an Eagles fan, of course, I have high hopes, but Howie Roseman has an awful track record. So how much faith do I have? Little, but I believe in the talent and the kids. So I, I do think this is a good draft pick by the Eagles. Beyond picks one and two, which everybody just assumes are, are going to be great picks for, you know, for Jacksonville and New York. Was there a pick yesterday that you thought was just totally brilliant? Um, there's a couple different ones. I, I do think uh, the the Trey Lance one um, was definitely a roller coaster every day. I so basically, I'm on the East Coast, and a lot of the guys I work with they're in Vegas. So for midnight for them in Vegas is 3 a.m. for me. So I was probably up at 3:15 yesterday. I didn't go to bed till 1 a.m. last night. So it was just a day of a lot of information coming in. And that was my biggest one was Trey Lance. I loved him. And I was really excited for the 49ers, but I'd have to say the winner of the day has to be the Bears. I know Bears fans are, they're complaining because this might give Nagy and the GM more time there and things like that. <laughs> I think all that's irrelevant where if you bring in fields and he can actually be Deshaun Watson without all the baggage. Oh my God. Like it's just, we look back on it. It's just a steal of the steals because him falling like that just didn't make any sense to most people that are into, you know, studying the draft and these quarterbacks. And man, I, I just can't get over the the upside of Fields. And of course, I'm worried too. Nagy, who who knows what this guy is? I mean, he did make Mitch look good for one year, so maybe he can figure it out with an actual good quarterback. But as I stand here today, I'm just really excited for Bears because I I just love the Fields pick. It's just a, a new leaf for the future. Who knows what it's going to be, but five to ten years from now, you'll look back and be like, wow, we have a, we've had a quarterback now start for us for ten years, which is not something Bears fans have said since Jay Cutler. Simon Hunter from the Action Network is with us at Simon Hunter, T-A-N, on Twitter. Uh, something to bring up. This is a buddy of mine, Lawrence Holmes, at The Score in Chicago, tweeted this out. It's something to keep in mind this time around. It wasn't just the general manager, Pace, making the decision. Matt Nagy was involved. Nagy's quarterback board in 2017 was Mahomes one, Watson two, and Trubisky three as mm-hmm. an intriguing project. So maybe maybe yeah. there's there's reason for optimism there. Maybe because he's actually yeah. involved. I'm sure they did. Uh, I'm sure they did leak that report. Who knows? That's all. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. It's like the whoever it was, the guy that used to coach the Browns. He left and he goes, "Yeah, I actually wanted Mahomes, but they they made me take this the end." It's like okay, yeah, so. I'll take that with a grain of salt. John, John Fox did want Watson, though. That is true. Yeah. And he didn't know until the day of the draft that they were taking Mitchell Trubisky. Whatever. Let's let's talk about this 2021 draft. Uh, Simon, just your thoughts on the event that this has become for sports bettors uh, with so many more offerings this year that we have not seen in the past. And, and what lessons – can we take into next year's draft and, and when we need to start betting and looking for stuff? Uh, my biggest lesson to people would be don't listen to the media, listen to either people that are gamblers or do fantasy stuff. Cause just going off the mocks this year, I, I know underdog, which is a company I don't even work for. They had a guy who had an unreal run on mock. So it's one of those where people were really coming at me, especially when I put out there that I had, you know, info that Trey Lance was a locked in at 11 a.m. And people got really upset at me, but I, this is like my favorite thing about what I do is like, I have these contacts. I know that when I get this information that seven figures of money will be put down the next hour to two hours. Cause that's just how much money these people have to put out. 
And the way that it's changed the landscape was, say back in the day, if you wanted to make these bets, the limits were a thousand bucks to you know five hundred, depending on the props. We saw that getting closer to the draft, these books were way more open to big money, and they were just trying to offset the liability they had because I've never had anything like it where I, I've basically I was making bets on my online application, and it pretty much will limit you to a certain number. So say I was limited to a thousand, so I had to drive down to AC to make the rest of my bets. When I got down there, I asked the woman what the limit was. She said, no limit. I said, there's no limit right now in Trey Lance. She said, no. So I like, you know, put wow. 5,000 down, went to the next casino, put down another 3,000 and like so forth. So it was, it's rare where it's like that, where it's definitely a new age of, uh, there's just so much opportunity. And we talked like when I was on here a couple of weeks ago, taking things at a plus number. I went, I think I went three for four in my draft props but I'm up a decent amount because I bet mainly on plus things. So again, we talked about it two weeks ago. Mac Jones is over three and a half was plus two twenty. I just said, how do you not bet that there's value there? So that's what I want people to learn from this draft is kind of fade the noise and you can just bet on these plus numbers, get great value. So there, there again is a lot of value right now as the years go on. Do you think it will get more and more difficult to do that or just by, you know, the, the nature of the draft, you know, being what it is, that there will always be value in doing it that way. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Nature of the draft. Yeah, there, there's just always going to be value just because the bookmakers, they don't, when they make these lines, they have an advantage where they pretty much know what public perception is and they can figure out what number to put out there to get the most value on that game. Where in this draft, they're just like all of us. They're checking mocks. They're trying to hit information. I mean, mm-hmm. again, I'm not like giving out sources because who knows who the real source was on the 49ers leak. But what I heard was that it was John Lynch's kid, Jake Lynch. So, yeah, did I feel great? It sounds like, yeah, I'm getting this information from someone that knows Jake Lynch. I was like, ah, oh, this sounds like such BS. But then it comes out that no one in the building had any idea the whole time. So now it, it kind of helps add truth to it where it goes, you know what? Maybe it was Jake telling some college buddies, and that got out, and that's how that really started moving that Trey Lance line. So that's what I love about the draft. It's so much speculation. The books will never be able to catch up to all the rumors. And, Simon, we haven't even hit on the biggest story of the day that happened before the draft. How do we figure out where Aaron Rodgers is going, if anywhere? So, I mean, that was – that I think that affected the draft more than people realized. A lot of teams, I think, were looking at quarterbacks, took a step back and said, whoa, uh, there might be an MVP on the market soon. Because I read the whole thing. It seems like they're going to have to wait until June because of stuff with money. But 
we're talking about a guy that doesn't talk to his family. Okay. I want people to let that sit in real quick. This man doesn't talk to his family. You think he has a problem not talking to the Packers? I mean, to me, if he's really going to do it, if he's going to say to them, hey, I'll do nothing. I'll just host Jeopardy. I love it. But we all know that Rodgers is not doing that. He's going to play. So I'm not – these people jumped on the Denver bet real quick, and they, they bet it all the way down to 20 to 1 to win the Super Bowl or 14 to 1 now. I'm not doing anything like that because that's just pure speculation. But for me, I, I do believe he, he will not be playing for Green Bay this upcoming season. It sounds like he is pissed. If that doesn't happen, are the Bears still able to trade up to 11? I don't know. And again, people people talk about what they gave up. It doesn't feel like they gave up that much for when we talk about a franchise quarterback. So right. I, I, that's what I loved how it all shaped out where all these different teams take advantage. Like the Patriots were going to trade up. I think they knew that no one was going to grab back and they could just sit there and wait for them to fall to them. And like, like yep. we talked about, the over-under opened at 15 and a half. So the bookmakers are right on on their opening line of that. So it's, it's going to be so interesting this upcoming season, what's going to happen in this quarterback movement. Cause again, if Rogers goes to Oakland, if he goes to Denver, if he goes to the saints immediately, they're in the top three of whatever, you know, NFC or AFC. He's just, he just changes the whole dynamic of this upcoming season. So I'm just so excited for this offseason, just everything that might happen with Rogers. Simon, is there anybody that when you're looking ahead to futures, to uh, rookie of the year awards, is there somebody on offense that you'd be willing to go with at this point? It's still very early. Draft isn't even, you know, over yet. Uh, Still got several days to go. Um, is, Is it a wait and see thing for you or is there somebody that you would be willing to go with now? Yeah, if you're if you're huge on. Uh, if you think the Jags would be good this year, sure, go Lawrence. But for me, I like to wait. So last year, Herbert, I knew he wasn't going to be the starter coming in. And I knew I would get amazing value because of that exact reason. So before the even season started, he was plus 1,700. I have the same view right now with Trey Lance. Uh, I'm really hoping they hold on to Jimmy. Uh, they keep him through the preseason. So people have just been betting up these other rookies because it's like, you know, Trey Lance is not going to play till October or later than that. And that's when I'll pounce on Trey Lance because I'm hoping by then he gets up to a plus a thousand and then they trade Jimmy either week one or before the season starts. And now I have a guy running a team that we know that offense is incredible. We know they have a good defense and they're going to get a lot of wins. The value is going to be tremendous on Trey Lance as long as they keep Jimmy through the preseason because that's really what's going to bump up the value. Hmm. What about uh, what about on the defensive side? Did, did anything jump out uh, the odds that we have this morning? It doesn't feel like they have a great idea on uh, who's going to dominate it on the defensive side, unlike what we saw last year with Chase Young. For sure. Uh, if we're going pure value, I go with the Cowboys. They have such a horrible defense that you think Michael Parsons will come in there and he's going to be the focal point of that defense. So just on thinking of someone that could be a playmaker that the whole defense is going to seem like it'll be built around for their rookie season. I do really like the upside play there on him. Is there anybody else that, that, that you really like there? Um, I, I know that uh, JC Horn and it seemed like closer to the draft, he was getting a little bit more uh, uh, praise than he was earlier on. I wonder how much value there is in, in somebody like him or, uh, you know, somebody like Quiddy Payne? Stay away from Horn. He's in that division. Just look at the receivers he's got to go up against. He's, uh, 
he's some sort of rude awakening when he comes in this league. I, I, I do. He like does take a lot of penalties. Taking like a, yeah, like taking a long outside shot kind of guy. But for me, with these kind of things with defensive, you kind of want to look at people that what team is going to make them their focal point and what kind of numbers can they put up. So I usually like to go linebacker and DNs for uh, the rookie of the year, just because they're they're the kind of guys that get the stats, and that's what people really look at. Simon, uh, we've got about a minute left here. Wanted to get your thought on one more future. It's not something that's being bet a lot right now with the Broncos, but I loved that they just stood pat there and they took the best offensive tackle on the board. What do you think about the Chargers at forty to one? Forty to one. Yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah, forty. Wow. Yeah. I would, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Some book like twenty-five to one, thirty to one. So yeah, forty to one. If you can still get that with the Chargers, uh, I would definitely throw you know at least a hundred on that because, like you just said, their their team is just built to win, and we've seen what Herbert can do. So healthy defense, strong O line, all the weapons on offense. I love that at forty to one. Simon Hunter, the Action Network. Follow him on Twitter at Simon Hunter, T A N. Simon, as always, we appreciate your time. Okay, Chargers. Yeah. I'm looking forward to losing my Chargers bets in January. Like, they're going to have a great regular season record. I think Justin Herbert's going to be pretty, pretty good in year number two. Hopefully not too much regression there. All right, coming up next, Dwayne Colucci will join us from Vegas to talk about tomorrow's Kentucky Derby. Keep it locked into the BetQL Audio Network.